Well, folks, you're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Jason Kurtman. On the other end of the line with me is my good buddy, Jim. Can I get mine with extra green chili, please? Nelson, how are you doing today, Jim? Need me some salsa verde. Yeah, there you go. I was so <laughs> upset when Taco Bell quit selling the salsa, or selling, giving the, the little green packets of salsa verde. I went out and hoarded every one I could find. That was good oh, I've stuff. Been, I've been hoarding the uh, the Diablo. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I've got I've got a huge pitcher, like iced tea pitcher, full. Uh oh. Uh oh, Jim. I think well, we just lost you. This dude. There you go. He's uh, back. Zombie apocalypse. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we'll send you some more. Okay. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do right now. Yes, I'm, I'm yes, going to mute your mic like we do every week. Give the secret word. Come back. Give our our aunt regular announcements, and then. I have a special surprise. So we'll be right back. All right, Jim, you're cut. All right, be right back. Okay, folks, the secret word is coffee. If you hear Jim say the secret word, uh, I'll tell you what, we'll make it fun. We'll even do it with our guest. If you hear from this point on, because he can't hear us now either, if you hear the secret word, either uh, either one of them... blocks me off. I did, yeah. So, if you hear the secret word from our guest or from Jim, yep. uh, then... Oh, 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 he blocked both of us off. I did. Yeah, listen, they're talking in the background. The secret <laughs> word is coffee. So, uh, if you hear them say I was it... explaining to my daughter what then the, we will what go. the game was. Okay, you, you guys are back on now, and we're, 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 we've got a variation of this game this time. The word for the day is propitiatory atonement. No, it's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes, no. The way we're going to play it this time is, Jim, you have to say it, or our guest has to say it. So, oh, yeah. that's why we were off in the cone well, of silence together. Well, actually, what we do is we mute our clean feed mic, so it just cuts it out. Only me and Sarah can hear it in the room. So, <laughs> so that's what we decided to do. Um, so... You know what? Um, our our because we do have a special guest. That's my announcement. I'm going to get into that in just a minute. So um, our website is our fantastic website dot com. Uh, our Facebook page is the uh, Biscuits and Gravy Bunch. If you like a lot of cartoons, we keep it light there. We really, really do. Uh, I I try not to post. I don't think I have posted anything political, Jim. Um, Jim. Jim. Yes. One one guy did in the past three or four weeks. Um, I think when he did, we lost a few people on that page, but that's okay. Um, but we try to keep it light. We try to draw people in there. Um, we've got... Um, now, I know our, our guest is going to laugh at this because our numbers are low compared to his. We'll talk about that in a minute. But we've got... But keep in mind, we've only been doing this, uh, this page uh, for a couple of months now. Uh, full time like we have been, but we've got 183 members, and I, I, I'm waiting. I'm trying to hear our guest snicker in the background. I don't hear him <laughs> snickering yet. So um, we've given the secret word. Our show today is sponsored by the McDonald's Corporation, uh, where uh, you know McDonald's is America's favorite kid pleaser, and after all, there's a kid in every one of us. I mean, I, really, who doesn't love a good ball I, pit? <laughs> I, I, the ball pit. I'll go for the Big Mac, Sarah. I, I like the Big Mac. So, um, I think that about does it. Um, so, I'm going to introduce our guest right now. I, I'm so excited. I've been waiting for. I think we. 
uh, Tim, we we got in contact. What was it? A month and a half ago, or longer? At least, yeah. At least yeah, a month and a half ago. So it take us some time. Yeah, climb up on that mic a little bit higher, if you yep, would. Sorry too. About that. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. So Tim is the owner of a YouTube channel. How many followers do you have, Tim? Uh, on YouTube, I just passed thirty-five thousand, which is very wow. unbelievable. Thousand, that's fantastic. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I'll take one thirty-fifth of those. <laughs> you don't <laughs> mind? I wouldn't mind that at all. So McDonald's would be happy about it too, I'm sure. So um, the nature of your uh, first of all, uh, your YouTube channel is called Forty Times Around. Correct. And tell just first of all, tell us tell us what. Your cha- I know because I'm a huge fan. I'm a follower. Yeah. And uh, what is this channel about? Tell our listeners. So we we, uh, we talk ev- about everything related to motorcycles, camping, travel, and adventure, and any combination of those things. Okay. All right. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, I started the channel about five years ago, but I only just started taking it more seriously in the last two years. Really? And this is kind of a full-time job for you, right? It is now, yes. I, I was able to quit the day job about about six months ago. Oh, so you did have a day job? For a while, yeah. I was moonlighting on, on YouTube and just putting in the hours after well, my job. And Can I ask? I, I won't ask who you worked for, but what kind of work did you do? I did a lot of different construction jobs. I used to do HVAC and roofing okay. and... Most right. recently, I was doing landscape lighting. Okay. So you're a handyman, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, this channel, how did you... And, and Jim and Sarah, if you have any questions, jump right in there. I'm, I don't want to hog the airtime, so... You can't hear him. Okay. So no. can you hear him, Jim? Well, I can hear him fine. Okay. I can't hear myself in the mic. Oh. Okay. Well... Um, not sure why, honey. Okay. But well, we have technical problems every now and then. I'm sure you know what that's like. <laughs> oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, your YouTube channel, forty times around. How did I know? Like I said, I know I'm a big fan. So, mm-hmm. uh, how did you come up with that name? What was the so, kind of idea behind it? I started coming up with this idea to travel around the world on a motorcycle, and in my research, I found some pretty inspiring people who had kind of led the way on this motorcycle travel thing. Uh, one of them was Emilio Scotto, and he broke the world record for longest motorcycle trip. He did 500,000 miles, and that kind of really inspired me and really spoke to me. Um, 500, so 40 000. times around is is a, the equivalent, if you go around the equator, it's the equivalent of a million miles, so it's double what Emilio Scotto did. What, one time around? So that is. How, how many times uh, around? If you go around the equator once, yeah, it's uh, roughly twenty-four thousand miles. So if you go around forty times, it's oh. about a million, a million miles. So he did the equivalent of twenty times around. Correct. Gotcha. So you, your goal objective at first was to travel forty times around. Correct. Okay. It's is that going ambitious? Okay, not to shoot you down or anything, but is that going to happen? Yeah. I believe it will. Yeah. It really? Took Emilio Scotto ten years. I am. Uh, I'm about to hit 100,000 miles in the next wow. month. That's awesome. Yeah. So, but right now you're you're traveling in the continent of in the North American continent, right? Have you Correct. been off the continent yet? Uh, not yet. That'll be next year. What are, you, what are your plans next year? Uh, so I'm gonna actually in the spring be doing the Trans Canada Trail. Uh, it's an off-road route across Canada, and then spending a little time in Alaska and shooting down towards Argentina. Okay. When you go up into Canada, wow. are you 
are you going to be trying to uh, follow the Northwest Passage at all? Uh, I might hit parts of it. Um, not, I haven't really dug too deeply into that plan yet um, as far as what I'm going to be seeing in Canada. That, that's kind of, for, for those who don't know, that's the Northwest Passage was kind of the, uh, the Canadian answer to Lewis's, Lewis and Clark's travels to the West Coast. Okay. I didn't know that. So, all right. Now, you're, you're based out of Arizona, correct? Yeah, technically. Yeah, what? That is where my mail goes. Okay. Is that around the Phoenix area or some other part? Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Sarah and I are planning next year, if things go right, uh, to move to your neck of the woods. Nice. So, yeah, we might run into each other. And I'll tell you this, this right now. In the meantime, if you, with Sarah's permission, of course, if you happen to run <laughs> over here to... Um, to the southern part of New Mexico, and you just want want some company for just a few hours, and you're riding through. Yeah. I'll be happy to meet up with you. Yeah, that um, would be awesome. Yeah, I would. I I love to ride. I um my bike is not as trail worthy as yours mm-hmm. is. I drive a, a ride a Honda Shadow 1100, uh, nice. which which is a great street bike. I bought it, it sight is. unseen. Flew to St. Louis, rode it back. Um, I took the longer route, not as long a route as what you would have done, I'm sure. Um, I basically went to southern Texas and then up to Albuquerque and then back down to southern New Mexico. Uh, awesome. But I took, uh, it was 1,300 miles, and I took about nine days to do it. So That's great. That was, that, was, great. that was the longest trip I'd been on. Sarah and I were, we hadn't even met yet face-to-face, but we were talking on the phone every night. Um, but that was a good trip for me, and that's what appeals me to YouTube channels like yours. Yeah, and uh, that makes sense. When I saw yours and started watching the videos, I thought, "This guy, this is my guy right here." I this <laughs> he I think that you are living out uh, every young man's dream, doing what you're yeah, doing. Certainly, my dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every you know the. People used to ask me, what's your dream job? And I said, well, I've, I've done my dream job. I was a, a police officer for a number of years, police chief. I, I've done radio shows. I was syndicated on a number of channels a couple of years ago. Um, the only thing I could think of now maybe is uh, doing something similar to you, traveling. Yeah. I like Sarah likes to travel, too. That would be awesome to do that together. Um, yes, it would be. Yes, um, but I, she, since we've been married, she's only been on the back of my bike once, and that was down to the gas station and back. Um, I have my reasons. She she does. You're not a fan of it? it it's not that. Um, yeah. It's just just some personal. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about that later, maybe. Uh, okay. But uh, it just it's it's not a thing that's going to physically work for her. Um, okay. Yeah. So get me well, into vintage cars. I'm happy. Yeah, she I'm likes the vintage gal. cars. So, <laughs> what kind of bike do you have? It's an R1200 GS. It's made by BMW. It's made to go on road, off road. It's a now, great touring bike. If I remember in one of your videos, you don't have the regular stock tires on this. Is that correct? Uh, no, I was ro- I was riding with the stock tires for a while. Uh, they are not great off road, so I recently switched to something. With a little more grip in the dirt and gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does it, it works better for you? Have you noticed a difference it, on the trail? It does work better, but there's there's a sacrifice on the pavement. Of course, they're they're a little really? louder and and they vibrate uh, a little bit rumbler rumbling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, you started doing this about five years ago, right? Um, 
how I gotta ask you, like I said uh, before the show, I I love to eat. What's what's your favorite? <laughs> uh, what's your favorite town? I'll ask you that. Of all the places oh, wow. that you've been, what's your favorite place to go to visit? Ah, uh, man, there's so many of them, but yeah. Uh, there's this town in California called Nevada City. That is a pretty special place to me. Uh, it was one of those ones that I just kind of stumbled upon by accident. Yeah. Uh, I hit it at just the right time when the city lights were on and just started to come on. And it's just a beautiful little town in the mountains. Nobody really knows about it. Uh, it's a lot of great riding in the area. That's awesome. So, yeah. okay. So, of outside of that, of all the places you eat in restaurants, I know you eat while you're camping, but you, you go yeah. to restaurants too, I assume? I, I definitely do. I think food is a big part of travel oh yeah right so what's your <laughs> yeah. favorite restaurant that you've been to oh, geez, you know, <laughs> i told I, you i was going to throw some at you <laughs> yeah uh either I've that or what favorite around type what's that what favorite type of restaurant do you like to go mm, to i'm a big fan of mexican food uh, okay so i still well, want to know what your favorite restaurant is because i want to go there if i get the chance <laughs> You know, actually, it's in Phoenix. There's is it a really? Barbecue place, yes. Oh, I bet I know where you're so talking about. Good. What's the name Bobby, of it? Bobby Q's. Have you been there? No. What, what was the name of it? Of, oh, no, but Bobby I will Q's. remember it now. Yeah, what was the name yeah, of that place that. you and I went to, Sarah? Do you remember? Uh, a Robos. Angus, or? wasn't it? Well, was it Angus? that was the place that we went for steak. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Angus. that was at a steakhouse, yes. not a barbecue. You're right. So, okay, do you like pizza? I love pizza. Okay, I've been eating a lot of that in New York. Uh, oh yeah, I can imagine. I was going to say, what's your favorite pizza place? Yeah, yeah. There's, jeez, uh, you know, I'm not even sure the name of it, but uh, my family orders from a specific place. It's absolutely delicious. Okay. Um, so. I kind of when I you know I started traveling around the United States a while ago, so I have these different you know foods I'll get in different areas. New York is definitely pizza and bagels for me. You know, I think in New York I think of the hot dog, mm, and and I, good too. I I think the reason for that is all the movies I've seen, you know, yeah. the hot dog vendors and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I when I was back uh, when I was an extradition agent and had a van full of prisoners and going down down the New York East Center Street. I told myself I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a hot dog from a vendor, and I was expect I literally was expecting to pay at least ten dollars for one hot dog, mm. you know, because it's New York, right? It is. So <clears throat> I get out of the van and I go walk up to this vendor, and one dollar for a hot dog. I was blown wow, away. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Of course, that was right after nine eleven, so I wouldn't expect the same price right now. Mm. So, sure. Rich Merrick is in the chat room. He says nothing beats the corner hot dog vendor. I agree with that. There's, there's that's good stuff there. So, um, I'll I'll ask you this: What was the? I, I hate to bring. I feel like a psychiatrist. I hate to bring up bad memories. <laughs> but what was the worst experience you've had on the road? On the road, wow. Whether it be mechanical or somebody you ran sure. into or a, a law mm-hmm. enforcement encounter, even. Yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of trying things will happen on the road. A lot of challenges, a lot of struggles, and they definitely seem bad in the moment. Once you get through them, they're always worthwhile experiences. But uh, the worst one, I was up in uh, Utah. There's a road there called 191, and every time I go there, the, the weather is just crazy. Uh, one time in particular, I hit a flash flood, and that was pretty sketchy for me. Uh, I can just imagine. getting started. 
the, the brown water was just raging over the road and, and it was kind of a split second decision do I go or do I turn around I was afraid if I turned around it would be worse in the other direction and mm. the current was so strong getting through this um, but I, I did manage to get through get the higher ground soaking wet covered in mud started snowing on me after that and hail uh, it was just a real struggle <laughs> Wow. And I'll bet you're out sometimes a lot in places that you don't have cell signal service, too. Absolutely. So I bet that gets a little scary. It does. It does. But actually, I prefer it. <laughs> Do you? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to unplug every once in a while. Good advice. Good advice for everybody, even <laughs> if we're not riding a motorcycle. Right. Um, I have, I'm have. i addicted to my phone, Sarah will tell you. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we often, you know, just sitting in a restaurant, I'm sure Jim does the same thing, we'll order food and the f- next thing you know all of us have our phones out we're checking uh, emails not and texts. Oh, yeah. not not always sarah i'll give it that and not always me either i try to keep it down yeah. uh, although i do I'm have definitely guilty of that yeah although i do i do have a habit of going to uh, our facebook page or see how many downloads we've got for the day or something like that short statistic not just staying on there a long time so Jim, are you all right back there? You you haven't fallen asleep yet, have you? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Okay. Uh, actually, I was just waiting to ask a couple of questions. Well, go right myself. ahead. Um, well, I, I I when I didn't know the specifics of your uh, of your your circumstances and, and how it was that you were out doing what you're doing, I, mm-hmm. I asked Jason. I said, "Is this guy like revisiting some of the old romantic hobo stuff?" Because uh, that was something that kind of came back into vogue as a conversation. Of course, I'm coming from like a, a, a hybrid survivalist kind of a uh-huh. thing. But there's like on the History Channel and whatnot, they had like people that were like revisiting the hobo experience. So I was wondering if that hmm. was something that had, uh, if you knew about that, if that played any part, if that inspired you in any ways or... or it actually or, or uh, wasn't... Wasn't aware of that. No. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it, back when back when you had like in the d- depression, um, you had the old hobos where they jump onto yeah. open box cars and ride across the nation, and and they actually had their own uh, survival uh, culture that was going on amongst themselves, and it wasn't an entire culture, um, but you'd see that come on with uh, uh, like the uh, popularized by periodicals like the backwoodsman and but it even got onto like the history channel and um so i was kind of wondering about that i will ask you this though um Mm -hmm. as you're a couple of questions as you're out and about and you you know you got to be pretty self-sufficient when you're between points a and b um yeah what would you say how much are you depending upon uh supplies that you bring with you and how much is um improvised stuff you might find along the way sure sure that is a good question. So I typically carry about three days' worth of food with me at any one time. The real the real struggle is carrying enough water, but I carry water filters and things like that. Uh, the right. most I will be... What are, you, what are your favorite water filters? I'm actually using the Sawyer Squeeze, which I'm pretty happy with. Uh, pack size mostly being the ideal feature of that one. Um, okay. Is that got a ceramic or, or silver... Uh, uh, Involved it's in the a filtration little... processor? No, not that I not that I know of. No, I think it's just a cartridge filter. Okay. Um, but yeah, typically I'm I'm at a gas station just about every day, at least once a day. So I am in and out of civilization. I do <laughs> tend to get pretty 
pretty far off the beaten path. How many miles yeah. to the gallon do you get on your bike? 220. Miles to the gallon? I'm sorry, no. no <laughs> I was going to say, honey, I'm upgrading. <laughs> to a tank. To a tank. Yep. Yeah, so 220, 225 for the tank. Yes. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I get about 120 on mine, so that's real good. So to the yeah. tank. So, okay, Jim, go another, ahead. Yeah, n- another question. Uh, of course, again, being out and having to be self-sufficient. Um, what uh, in terms of, and, and I know you got to kind of be a little bit discreet about what you you're able to share, but in mm-hmm. terms of uh, being able to secure yourself and, and say self-defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, crossing against across state lines becomes a challenge. Yeah. Uh, yes. what, what have been some of your your answers to that, or are you just That's flying a, on a wing in a prayer? That is a great question. I actually get asked this quite often. Um, so for a while, I wasn't carrying any line of defense whatsoever, and I tend to think that if we're talking about animals, proper food storage, and just being barrel aware and things like that, you don't usually have too much to worry about in terms of defending yourself from people i have not had any issues and so yeah i don't really concern myself with that too much although just recently i invested in some bear spray because i was camping up in grizzly country for a while and i i was definitely a little hesitant about that yeah sure definitely have you encountered any wildlife up close of the dangerous nature <laughs> uh only really uh, rattlesnakes. Oh, yes. Yeah, they, they really yeah. They sneak up on you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like rat. I don't like any kind of snakes, to be honest with you. I, I got nothing I for them. I don't either. I, I don't like that. I, I grew up in a culture and relationship with my family and stuff that we, no, we just didn't, mm. we don't do those things, you know. <laughs> and, of course, I know that you've got them out there in, in around the Phoenix area. And yeah. We've got them here in southern New Mexico. I've never seen seen one in the wild out here though mm. never have i know they're out here we've had reports of them going across the main streets in town and stuff i've just never yeah. seen them well we Sorry. had a snake in our yard just yeah. the other week so. that wasn't a venomous snake i don't know what kind it was uh it wasn't a garter either it was too big to be a garter but uh, my son quickly um i know there's going to be people out there that are going to be critical of this but he quickly dispatched it and i was all the more grateful for it so <laughs> So, that's interesting. Jim, do you have any other questions? Uh, Not off the top of my head. Okay. All right. So, maybe you'll come up with some more here in a minute. Um, Yeah, Rich Merrick says it might have been a bull snake. That's true. It could have been. So, um, I asked you about your worst experience. What has been your best memorable experience that you've had during traveling? Mm. Wow. There's been quite a few of them. Um, I know you meet a lot of people out on the road that are, are character, I, and I say this in the good way, characters yeah, that you absolutely hard to forget. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, probably one of the most memorable was one that happened early on in this particular trip, so about yeah. four months ago. Okay. Uh, just sitting on a curb, looking on my phone, trying to find a place to sleep, and this older gentleman comes up, and he wants to start talking to me, but he didn't want to interrupt me on my phone. Uh, we ended up sitting down. And within about three minutes, he invited me back to his house. We were eating pizza, hanging out. He had an extra bedroom for me. And he was just such a such a kind person and so generous. And uh, to just invite a stranger into his home like that was just a real... That's... It really, uh, yeah, it was touching. So, um, 
That's awesome. That really is. Rich, yeah. Rich Mer- oh, I'll ask you this before, and then I'm going to ask you. Rich Merrick's mm-hmm. got a question for you. Have you ever encountered any celebrities on the road? Uh, I have not, actually. Not yet. Okay, well. Ah. I'm just kind of curious, because I, I, yeah. you never know. When, you, when you're living life to the fullest as you are, mm-hmm. you have a chance of more encounters and more experiences. Definitely. So I thought I'd ask, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So um, Rich Merrick's question is, what do you average in miles in a week and or a month? Yeah, so in a week, well, I'm doing about 200 miles a day, so about 1,400 in a week, uh, somewhere around 5,000 typically in a month. In a month. Okay, so here's the thing. A lot of riders, long-distance riders, would say 200 miles a day, that's not much at all. It right. is when you're doing it every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're not the guy that just generally pulls into the, the Motel 6, no, you no. you do a lot of boondocking, I I assume. I do. I do quite a bit, as much as possible. Uh, now, it's budget friendly. Yeah, but boondocking is going someplace that's off the beaten path, off the grid. You you know, you, there's no electrical hookups or anything like that. Um, bring your own water. <laughs> bring your own everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, what what so. kind of stoves are you? I imagine when you're doing that, you got of course you got to heat up your food and yep. and. Uh, and whatnot. What kind of what kind of stoves are you using? I tend to test out a lot of different gear. Currently, I'm using a Jetboil Flash, and I've been very happy with that so far. It's just uh, it's it boils so quick. It's almost like having hot water on tap. Wow! Oh, nice. I don't know about yeah. you, Jim, but I'm going to go back and listen to the show later and, and write down this stuff and start googling <laughs> these these yeah no brand kidding names. yeah. So well, hey, I've got my Christmas list already right yes, here. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do, Sarah. That's. <laughs> So, um, all right. So, um, best experience. Now, I also know you. You take a lot of technology on the road with you. One of which is the microphone that you're using now, which you, you told me before it was a road. What kind of road microphone was it's it? It's the uh, Video Mic uh, Pro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the one you use to make your videos as well. Correct. It is correct. Yep. Okay. Um, do you take a laptop with you? I do. I do. I have a MacBook Pro. Um, MacBook, it's pretty yes. packable. Reasonably small for a laptop. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So what what Mm. pieces, besides your laptop, besides your microphone, uh, you Mm. take other... Go. I I know you have GoPro, and uh, what other other cameras do you take with you? So it's actually a GoPro Hero 7 Black and my cell phone currently. Uh, My cell phone takes great videos, shoots really slow motion, 240 frames per second. um, Okay. It really... It's it's always with me, so it's... it's Right. Android or iPhone? It's an Android. Oh, I'm disappointed in you, Tim. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh no. No, 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 no! This is a good man. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you're you know, in company, Tim. I, I will. <laughs> with Jim. I'll go back a little bit. I have an iPhone for my personal phone. Sarah has an iPhone. Seth has an iPhone. I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. But um, I, my work phone, my company sent me an Android, which I use only for work. I, I mm-hmm. used to use my personal phone for work. But then I found out I would get calls all night long from candidates, and I just I don't do that anymore. I shut my work phone after I get off at five o'clock. But uh, what they the- they sent me a Samsung with Android, and I got to mm-hmm. tell you, if I couldn't have my iPhone, I I would like that little phone. It's not a bad little phone. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, what uh, what network are you using, and and have you been happy with? Good question. With yeah, yeah, because yeah. so, of course uh, you got to be connected. Mm-hmm. I'm using T-Mobile. 
it's not uh, the best coverage necessarily, not the most thorough coverage, but it works good enough for me. And uh, like you said, about when I get into Canada and Mexico, they don't charge me extra. Oh, okay. So. And like you said, you don't oh, nice. always want coverage too. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Right. So I have a uh, satellite. Basically, two-way communicator I have for, for emergencies. emergencies if I'm off the grid. Now, I saw one of your—I won't say competitors, but one of your uh, colleagues that does mm-hmm. uh, the, the same thing you do. I think on a smaller scale, Magpie. Yep. Um, yeah. She talks Amanda's about a really great. Person. Yeah, I, I like I like her videos, um, but she she uh, talks about uh, one of the times instances when she had to use the emergency satellite communicator. Yeah. So yep. I know those things. They're not cheap. I know that too. Because no, no, how much? How much on average do those run run you? Uh, I think the device was about three hundred, and it runs me maybe twenty dollars a month. But that actually covers evacuation insurance, which is helicopter rides if I need them. Really? Vehicle recovery. I, now I know what Jim wants for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. He wants a helicopter ride. He's going to go down. <laughs> he, yeah, he, Jim is yeah. the kind of guy that will get in his car and go to a hurricane just so he can get a, her, a helicopter ride. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll listen, they're it. fun. Right. So, I, you know, I went on one in Canada. So, <laughs> so, so you got all this technology. Uh, so you have the Android phone, and I know Jim's going to yep. love what I'm going to ask you next. What? Are your favorite apps for traveling? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So believe it or not, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty basic on this. I use Google Maps for all of my navigating. Okay. I use, um, yeah, not too much in terms of apps and for for traveling. Are I you use Google Maps? Are you familiar with Waze? I am. I am, and I tried to get into it. I just. It didn't seem as uh, user friendly for me. Well, one of the I, I like ways because when you're out on the road, it'll tell you when there's a police officer, an accident, or mm. something on the side of the road up there. But yeah. it asks you to report things as you go along and to clear items as you go along, and that's just not yeah. feasible on a motorcycle. It's not. Yeah. It's not. No. But so, uh, Google Maps does some of that to it, but I have noticed it's not quite as uh, thorough as okay. Ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, one of the things I like about Google Maps, and I didn't know this, we, we uh, Jim and I and Sarah and my son Seth, we use uh, an app uh, called Life 360, which is is a family tracking app. You know, we I, I know where my son is and how fast he's going at all times, um, <laughs> which is come inconvenient. You know, at two o'clock in the afternoon, I can call him and say, "Hey, why did you just leave school?" Um, so we we use that. But I I was told by one of our listeners. That um, the Google Maps, you can actually set that up to share your location at any given time, too. And I played around a little bit with that, and I know that it does that, too. So that would be something, if I was doing what you were doing, I would definitely want something where my friends could see where I'm at, you know, most of the time. I I can't think of a situation (laughs) where I wouldn't want somebody to know where I was at. So, but I'm sure there's people out there that are more clandestine than I am, Jim. Um, So... No, what do yeah, you yeah. mean? No, Jim is. I I gave him this name in high school or high school college. The redheaded Irish ninja. Um, I'm sorry. Tis true. Tis true. I'm sorry. Yes. So I don't um, think you are. <laughs> so um, I'll ask you this: uh, <laughs> What apps or software do you use for your video creation? Uh, so I'm using Adobe Premiere on the laptop. Okay. Uh, I actually just thought of another app I'm using too, which is AccuWeather. Yeah, oh, I have got that. on that one. That's a good one. 
That would so I be can actually predict one. the weather and see which way it's moving and kind of plan my route around that. So that comes in handy. Yeah, that's there's there's an app. I used to have it. It was uh, Motorcycle Weather, I think, was the name of it, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't do anything special. You know, anything that the other weather apps didn't use. So I just deleted it off my phone. But mm-hmm. all right. So here's the big question. When you're traveling, you mentioned the th- you took three days of food with you. What do you take with you? In terms of gear? Food. What kinds of food oh, do you take? Oh, in terms of food. Okay. So a lot of dried foods. Um, some camping meals, I do typically carry one or two of those with me because they pack really small. Like MREs? Emergency. Yeah, like an MRE okay. or a mountain house, something like that. Uh, I do take a lot of pasta, sometimes canned food, which can get heavy, though, so I stay away from too much of that. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't have anything to keep food cold, so it's pretty much whatever is doesn't need to be cold. Do, well, you, do you ever find yourself using a stream to keep something a little chilled? I do, yeah, that was uh, a great trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you're... What, oh, go ahead, Jim. I was going to say, what are your, in terms of, like, tents and sleep gear... Uh, what what are your favorites that you've come across that you just thought were really great values for the money spent? Yeah, so the sleeping bag I'm using is great, and that's uh, not one of the most expensive ones. It's the Teton Sports Leaf Zero Degree. It's maybe like 70 bucks, which is not terrible for sleeping bags. Camping equipment can get pretty expensive. Yeah, right. Uh, no, the kidding. tent I'm using, I'm uh, pretty big fan of, is the Nemo Hornet. Uh, two-person tent, but it's pretty expensive. Uh, super ultra lightweight, though. It's only two pounds. Nice. That's not yeah. very much, especially no, so then you can carry an extra can of Spam if you have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did did yeah. I hear you correctly a while ago? You said that you started this trip four months ago? Uh, the, yep. Yeah. I shut Man. down my apartment four and a half months ago. I on the trip that I'm on now, which I started four months ago, I would love to be able to say that. Any kind of trip, really. That's that's yeah. great. Rich Merrick wants to know, do you use any solar equipment to charge your electronics? Uh I've tried some of the smaller solar options to charge like a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Super reliable. So I don't carry those. Uh, any of the bigger options, like the Goal Zero stuff, uh, it's just a little too big for me, so I don't bother with that. I'm sorry, I you said it. they have not they have not been super reliable? Correct, yeah, some of the smaller okay. ones. Uh, they just take too long to charge, and I have 12 volts coming out of my bike, so I just use that. Do, do you right. use the little portable battery uh, chargers for, like, your cell phone I, that they sell, like, at I Walmart do. and stuff? How many yeah, on, absolutely. How many on average do you carry of those? Just one. Just one, just okay. One. Yep. And that's funny, because I'll go away for a day, and I'll take four of them with me, <laughs> and I won't even use one. I come back and recharge yeah. them a week later just to make sure they're topped off. Sarah bought, yeah. Sarah bought me... Uh, when was a couple months back, about six months back, a, a, a carabiner. Yeah. She bought me a carabiner to keep my motorcycle key on, and I thought it was going to be just you know like a regular sized keychain carabiner. So did I. And, and <laughs> no, you you could you could put this thing through the the nose you know of a bull. You know? um, this thing is huge, and it has a, a built-in battery charger on it. It's it's that wow. big. Um, so I do use it to keep my motorcycle key on. Um, when it's around the house, that way I don't lose my motorcycle key. But when I go to ride, of course, I take that big honking piece of steel right. off of it because uh, I don't want to damage my ignition, you know. So, but um, oh, now, do, do you have a, an MP3 player that's separate from your phone or anything that you take with you? I do. Yeah. What I do, do you yeah. What do you take? It's an iPod. 
Oh, an iPod. A little outdated, but yeah. And, and what? I think like 128 gigs of storage. Well, that's so that's pretty wow. big. That's nice. Yeah. Worth of music. Okay. So yeah, I was going to ask you what what kind of music do you listen to? I listen to a little of everything. Uh, it's pretty much anything that can serve as background music. Um, that doesn't become too distracting for me. Right. Nothing too loud and heavy. When you're on the bike for hours and hours on a time, a little music in the background can take your mind away from any back pain or anything you've got yeah. going on. Yes. So, yeah, do you have any off. do you do any uh download any like audiobooks? I do. I just started recently getting into that audiobooks podcast. I've been listening to you guys lately. Ah. Uh, and that definitely helps pass the time. Well, we are honored. <laughs> yes, we are very honored. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Have you checked out um and, uh, they've they've gone through several permutations where they've had a bunch of different names. Uh it was like bookshouldbefree.com, and I think now they're hmm. loyalty books. Um, but they specialize in, uh, it's free. You don't have to have any kind of uh, account. You just go to the website, scan through what you want, and download it. Um, wow. That, but it's all by volunteers. And it's all stuff that's in like the public domain. So you're dealing with older uh, older works wow. in every subject matter you could possibly imagine. Hmm, um, that's interesting. From Religious huh. and spiritual stuff from various traditions uh, to works of fiction. Um, I've downloaded stuff like uh, To Sail Around the World, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, just all kinds of cool stuff. It, it, it runs a real gamut of some really entertaining stuff. And, and hey, at, at the price line of free, um, right. you know, it's, it's the thing that ought to be done. I did want to ask you, though, um, uh, of course... Anywhere you're going to go, one of the most useful basic tools of mankind since the dawn of time has been uh, has been a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you carry any any particular type of blade? And if so, what have you found has just worked really well for you? Yeah, uh, I do carry a knife. I don't tend to buy expensive knives because I've been known to break them or lose them. <laughs> sure. Um. <laughs> I mean, do, do you kind of... What, what's your philosophy on that? Do you stick with the cheapest possible or do you try to kind of thread the needle of pay enough to get some decent quality but not be overcharged yeah. for something? Or What do you, what do, you uh, do with that? I kind of try to lie somewhere in the middle. Nothing that's going to be too painful if I lose it. Uh, I don't want that to sting too much, but I definitely don't want sure. it to break the first I used, time I use it. I used to be that way with sunglasses. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, like what? Yeah. What? Uh, what knives have you have you found that you've just been really, really happy with? Uh, you know, I'm honestly not even sure the name of the brand that I'm currently using, but that one's been pretty good. I got it off Amazon. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, you got to think about other things like hammers and for mm. driving intense stakes, right? I'm assuming, or. Uh, yeah, I usually find a rock for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. One well, yeah, there is, that, there is that thing, yeah. yeah. Well, at least you can trust the manufacturer. We, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's good, Jim. Right. Very, very good. One of, the, one of the things that I've uh, I've come across that is knives that I've carried just forever was uh, uh, Columbia River Knife and Tool. Of course, it used mm. to be a little bit cheaper, um, but the price point kind of stays in that working man's range, and uh, they've on again, off again, have been manufacturing the uh, the Crawford Casper, um, which is big enough to be big enough and small enough to actually fit in your pocket. But um, when I first bought my first one, it was like around $50, and they were using a hybrid, high-carbon stainless. So you had some of the benefits of the high-carbon, some of the benefits of the stainless. 
Um, but then they stopped making it. You couldn't find them. And then all of a sudden they popped back up on eBay where you could find them for like $25 a pop. And I, I carried one, and it lasted me for 12 years. Um, wow. So I'm always looking for, uh, you know, what's what's going to have to be my next my next purchase that's going to hit that hit that working man's price point and and still still represent some quality which is why I asked the question I did okay so um you're you're going up through Canada and uh at the end of this trip you'll be back home in Arizona correct or are you going to have a starting off point somewhere else no no i'm pretty much just going to keep going okay so when's Arizona's your Arizona's where Arizona's where I get my mail, but I don't really pay rent anywhere or anything like that. I'll bet you get a lot of it, too, when you get back. Uh, I might, yeah. A lot of my stuff's electronic, but... (laughs) What do you think, Sarah? Sarah was a post post person for 18 years. Think you'll have a lot of mail? It depends what kind of person he is. (laughs) Okay. You know? That's true. There were different families that got, like... Little to none? Little to none, and then there were families that got 18 Mm. catalogs a day. (laughs) So, um... Later, if you would do me the honor, Tim, if you would uh, uh, text me your address in case I want to drop you a yeah. card or a gift or something, Absolutely. I'd appreciate that. I mean, um, would you have room for a rubber chicken on your motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll make room. Would, would you photograph it in various spots for our page uh, for us every, every now and then? Not all the time. I'd, oh, that would yeah, be no. awesome. That, that would be. I wouldn't want you to, to cheapen your um, your YouTube channel because, no, you know. I'd, I'd be happy, Jason. That would be, be great. Okay, it. text me your address. We will send you a rubber chicken. And I will. We will. I appreciate it. And I invite you to join our Biscuits and Gravy Bunch page, too. You can post those there anytime. That would be fantastic. Yes. And links to your video, too. That would be great, too. Oh. So. Yeah. Marvelous, yes. Yeah, and and matter of fact, in the show notes, I will post the link to your YouTube channel. But do you have a regular website? Uh, I do, 40timesaround.com. Okay, easy enough to remember. Uh, there used to be, um, and, and you can also click on there and donate to your trips, correct? Uh, a- am sorry, I mistaken that? on that? If somebody wanted to donate to some of your expenses and stuff, is, is there a way to oh, do yeah. that? There okay. is, yeah. And you sell t-shirts, right? I do. That's awesome. Jim, maybe we'll have to give away some 40 times around t-shirts in the future as prizes. That would be cool. All right. That, this has been great. I, I I really, like I told you before, I kind of live vica- vicariously through you, Tim. I think yeah. uh, a lot of men, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I love my life. I, I love my wife. I love uh, where we live. And <laughs> And um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. No, but <laughs> oh, seriously, um, you know, if I, you know what, I, I will say this: if I hadn't found Sarah, um, and I would have waited till Seth got out of high school, I would be very tempted to do what you do. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's great. You're living your dream. You're traveling. You're meeting people. You're seeing America, and you're meeting America. And yeah. I think that is just fantastic. If if more people would get out and do they don't even have to get on a motorcycle and travel around where they're at or or, or travel around the world they can do this where they're at get out and talk to people you know and and i'll say this um and i told you i'm not going to bombard you with uh, politics or anything like that but there's a lot of people out there screaming racism in this culture in the the world Mm -hmm. we live in and i don't know about you but i have found that wherever i go and it doesn't matter who i talk to i'm not finding that Right. I, I am I can talk to somebody who's of a different culture, a different race than me, and I'm not shunned. 
I don't mm-hmm. shun them. And we talk. This happened. We went to Four Corners uh, back about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there was people there from all over the world. And you would have thought it was a big family reunion. Um, so I, I'm not buying into a lot of this media stuff of the you know racism is alive and well. If it is, it's because they're they're feeding that. Um, that's that's me, and that's anyway. yeah. You'll yeah, you'll run into I'm some people into. that are that'll uh, they'll they've got a they've got an agenda to push, and so they do. Um, but you know, here in the Detroit area. It's like yeah, there's places you need to avoid. Um, well, but that's about that. That's about that, that's about uh, crime. That's not about that's not about ethnicity, right? Um, but but like in the workplace, um, every once in a great while, you'll find somebody that's power tripping on something like that. But it, just not. But it's but it's. So you're you're saying, Tim, that that's kind of paralleled your own experience. Absolutely, I found nothing but kind, generous people and. People want to get to know each other and see. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's what I'm talking yeah. about right mm-hmm. there. That's that's and, some whole biscuits and gravy spirit going on. Absolutely, right there. Mm-hmm. and I'll bet people from all ages too. Yeah. Absolutely, I you know, and this this I, I've got chills going through my spine right now because I think this is fantastic. It really is. It doesn't matter if you're a liberal, a Democrat, or Republican, or whatever you want, a Presbyterian. Um, you can, <laughs> you know, you can be friendly with anybody around you. Um, I, I've had some personal experiences, and it doesn't really matter. I, I you know, but uh, I think that's fantastic, Tim. And I'm, I'm glad you're out there doing what you're doing. I'm glad that you can yeah. come on a show like this and tell us what you're doing. Tell us how much fun you're having. Uh, the guys yeah. like me and Jim can live vicariously through you and your channel. And yeah, please, Jim, please and thank you. Yeah, keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah. And I'll tell Absolutely. you this right now: you're welcome to come back. And I, th- I think Jim and Sarah would agree with us. Oh yes. You're welcome to come back anytime you want on this show. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You you are. And matter of fact, I, well, uh, when you get, uh, where, uh, do, you, do you have your next trip planned? Please, well, um, he's going to just, back home. But then after that, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, like I said, just Canada next year, Argentina. The plan is to just keep going. Europe Argentina. Now I've got a question for you. Yeah. When you get down to Argentina, and we you t- I talk about talking to some of the people there. Ask some of the real old timers about the Nazis. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, he, he, I think he's, so. Yeah. He's been watching a lot of historical documentaries. I have. Okay. Needless I, I, to say, I can't help but wonder if Hitler didn't escape and move to Argentina with Eva Braun and really? had a daughter there. Yeah, there's, a, there's a. I don't know if you do. You have Amazon Prime? I'm assuming you do. I do. Okay. Yes, I do. There, there are some videos on there about uh, one was called the escape or the uh, the Gray Wolf, and it's okay. all about the possible escape, and it's got multiple multiple uh, eyewitness accounts of people that not only saw him but people that worked and lived with him in Argentina wow. and uh, it's fa- I used to work with a guy who had a uh, uh, he, he worked in Panama he was in the military but he had a gardener that uh, swore up and down that he was Hitler's uh, butlers one of Hitler's butlers when he lived in Argentina wow. So oh, you never know. There's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about people who have faked their death, and I read mm-hmm. a, I read a lot of them because I, I 
think for nothing else they have good entertainment value. But Hitler is the one that really makes me raise my eyebrows and go, hmm, wonder, just wonder if there's something to that. But I, if I ever went to Argentina, I would do a little research on my own just to see what I could find out. So, just as long just as out of curiosity. Not- yeah, then go ahead. Cryogenically frozen to no, bring up no. the Third Reich again. That, that was Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney supposedly was frozen. I don't believe that, but anyway. Anyway, nevertheless, yeah. Jim. Out, out of curiosity, beyond the, uh, the the vlogging, do you do do you do any blogging about you know? You realize that what you do for a living is so rife for so many different topics. I mean, you yeah. could just be a storyteller talking about the stuff that you've come across. Uh, you know, collecting some of the urban legends and 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 some of the maybe folk tales as you go along, or a discussion about equipment. Of course, that's kind of been a, a hot topic for me. Um, or, or you know, there, there's just a lot of different things that you could be. Blo- Are you doing any blogging about this? Have you thought about that? Uh, I'm not currently. I do keep a journal with some pretty thorough notes in it. Mm. Um, Very cool. Very cool. But yeah. Yeah, because I I can see a lot, you know. After after time does its thing, and you you find you can no longer uh, be on the road. As Boy, that's like a nice to. way to put it, Jim. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. raise a you know, man may decide he wants to stop and raise a family. Uh, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, the the information that you gather as you go. I mean, I got There's got to be a hundred lifetimes worth of worth of mm-hmm. fun stuff that yeah. you could be. Uh, you could be writing on, and, and, and there'd be an audience for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this is, has certainly been fantastic. And I want to do this before we forget. Um, I was reminded this Friday is POWMIA Day, uh, just a day to remember those who never came back home from the wars. So just keep that in mind. Thank you, Rich Merrick, for that reminder. Um, as a the son of a Vietnam veteran, I appreciate that. So, and uh, thank you very much, Rich, for uh, being an active member of our audience. Rich Merrick, I don't know if you know this. You probably do since you've been listening. He's When Jim's gone, Rich Rich tries to fill in for him. So, he's, he's great. So, yeah. so yes, we got a number of people in the chat room there. I'm not sure who all of them are, but that's okay. That's okay. So, yes. All right. We'll so, take as many as we can get. Yeah, we will. We'll take uh, 35,000 if we can get them. So, <laughs> you did, did you say 35,000 followers? Yeah, is that right, yeah. man? And when you started, how long did it take you to get your uh, first thousand? Oh, my first three hundred took me three years. Three years to get three hundred. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure and there was a lot of. Year was a big one. I'm sure there was a lot of people sharing your channel too. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that's awesome. I, I I I've got a YouTube channel, but I don't do much with it. We've posted some videos on there occasion. I, I assume you're you're big enough. You're monetized now to it, to yeah. as well. So I bet that helps. It so does. all right. So outside of doing what you do, if you couldn't do what you do, as Jim said, um, do, what would you do? Hmm. What's your ideal second dream job? Wow! If I couldn't travel on a motorcycle, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a three wheeler, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, something with a sidecar. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm really finding a lot of fulfillment in this job. It's hard to imagine doing anything else. I think, in some capacity, whatever the limitation might be, I think I would just have to overcome it. 
and find a way to do this in some form. Yeah. Have you ever considered taking a pet with you? I have. I definitely have. I see a lot of guys riding motorcycles with dogs, and uh, I'm definitely a little jealous of that. Yeah, to me, it'd be tempting, but it'd be another mouth to feed, a little extra mm. weight, and if yeah. the animal got sick, it'd be a delay in sure. your travels. And so, sure. yeah, but I know it would be tempting. It would be. Yeah. Um, I, I I love, I'll tell you this, Tim, I love animals. Mm-hmm. Um I, I absolutely. The one thing I don't like about them is their owners when they take them and put them in their shopping carts in the grocery section at Walmart. That is my pet peeve. Yeah. I I saw a goat in one one time when somebody had a pet goat. And I was, wow. Uh, yeah, I was like, um, excuse me. Only Walmart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Only Walmart. Yeah. Absolutely. So Jason has achieved the impossible. I'm speechless. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, Whoa. Yeah. It it takes a lot to a get a goat. A goat. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. A goat. So I, I'm waiting for the guinea pig in the the guinea basket, pig. Yeah. Basket of uh, cart. I, when I mentioned it to a worker, she said one guy had a big, a giant one of these big pet boas one time. They brought in with them. Okay, that's just not... Yeah, uh, like Tim said, only at Walmart, so... Right. Well, folks, that, that that's about it for tonight. Um, I would like to uh, thank you for joining us. This has been one of our... i, I got to tell you, it's a, a joy to have you on, Tim. It's been a this highlight. Been wonderful. The I really, shows, really appreciate you guys letting me come on your show. Actually, don't, forget, don't forget to send me your uh, your mailing address, and I'll, I'll, I'll have something shipped out to you. And um, folks, if you get a chance to uh, to go on YouTube and subscribe to 40 Times Around, I just absolutely. did. Awesome. And I'm looking there at this, go. and he's just got boatloads of, of videos here that I'm, I can see what's going to be in my near future. I, yeah, I know what Jen's doing <laughs> the next three days. The foreseeable future, yeah. yeah. Yes. So Binge-watching 40 times around. And, and I'll say this. Check out his uh, his pal, Magpie. As the is, What's the name of it? As the Magpie Flies? As the Magpie Flies. Yeah. yeah. She's got some good stuff out there, too. So uh, And th- there's a bunch of them. But i got to say, hands down, your channel is the best. I, I, Thank you. Thank yep, you. I mean that. So, um, in closing, we'll give out our, our PSAs. Uh, don't forget to make. This is what Tim and I are kind of talking about. Don't forget to make a friend this week. Making a friend is one of the best investments you can make, and uh, you you will never regret that you made a good friend, Sarah. Ah, always stop next to a food truck festival if you should see it. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's that, what we do. We did today. So yeah, I. We're almost out of time, but I, I imagine you hit the food trucks too every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Jim, and please, folks, keep your Amber Alerts on your phones. The life you save may be someone that you know and care about. And Tim, I will leave you. I will. I will ask you if you've got any words of safety or advice that is applicable to anybody. What would you tell yeah. them? Sure, just to keep an open mind and give everybody a chance. All right. For everybody. That good advice for everybody. Yep, absolutely. Folks, you all have a good night. This is Jason signing off. This has been the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Don't forget to rate and review our show on iTunes. Don't forget that the McDonald's Corporation is now our sponsor. You all have a great night. Good night. Good night, folks. Oh, oh, oh.